Have a great day, everybody. Um, this is Taigu, and I hope you're having a sunny day, too. It's really beautiful outside. And uh, we're still having a look at Genjo Kohan. Particularly today, we'll look at the next section. I read it for you. Enlightenment is like the moon reflected on the water. The moon doesn't get wet, nor is the water broken. Although its light is wide and great, the moon is reflected even in a puddle an inch wide. The whole moon and the entire sky are reflected in dewdrops on the grass, or even in one drop of water. Enlightenment doesn't divide you, just as the moon does not break the water. You cannot hinder enlightenment, just as a drop of water does not hinder the moon in the sky. The depth of the drop is the height of the moon. Each reflection, however long or short, its duration manifests the vastness of the dewdrop and realizes the limitlessness of the moonlight in the sky. Enlightenment is like the moon reflected on the water. Now we know that the moon is representing enlightenment. It is a symbol of pure undefiled reality. Absolutely raw. Shining, but not like a blazing sun. Caressing, pervading, touching all things. with great gentleness. For Dogen, the moon is an important symbol. This particular shape appears in many of his poems and many of his chapters of Shambhuvinsu. He's got even an old chapter, Tsuki, which is about the moon the moon and not the moon, because the moon is also the sitting form of Zazen, complete as it is. So what is a dewdrop? It's you, anybody, me. The dewdrop is the self. However limited we are, however imperfect as a dewdrop, we can reflect the moon light and therefore display its brightness. 
The dewdrop is also a very much loved shape that Dogen writes about over and over again. There's even one of the poems, I think it's one of the late poems, where he describes life as being just like a dewdrop hanging from a bird's beak. That fragile and that beautiful. One of the core teachings of this section is no matter what, how imperfect we are, because we are all, we've got flaws. You have, I have, everyone does. It doesn't really matter. Our practice doesn't have to cut flaws, eliminate imperfections. This is a wrong understanding of Shikantaza. We don't have to make Shikantaza pure, perfectly blue sky-like. Dogen talks about it in great length. Jundo is a very, very good teacher in that respect because he points out constantly that however you're sitting is like, it's okay. We don't have to feel judgmental about how we are, how we sit. Whatever shape we take, form, this light is touching us. This light is unconditional. It doesn't go for the pure dewdrops and rejects the muddy one. We are now facing an understanding which cuts through a very traditional way of looking at Buddha nature in many, many Buddhist schools. The fact that we would have our own pure Buddha nature within and cool thing, you know, and that would survive after we die and and the old job is to actually get better and get closer to this and, and then we become entirely this and then we, we get to the big, 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 wonderful party which is the Nirvana or whatever. I'm sorry to be a bit kidding but that understanding in that understanding, the light is going to the chosen dewdrops and not to the other ones. We've got that in a, somehow in a wrong understanding of the Tuku system in Tibetan Buddhism. I remember a very <laughs> interesting conversation I had with one of the members of the Dalai Lama family, actually a lady, an American, Tibetan-American lady, who who was coming to France to, um, to speak for the Tibetan cause and I was a translator there and at the meal after, after the, the conference we were talking about the Kamapa issue and she was complaining she was saying um, well 
there can be only one Kamapa. And I very, very humbly looked at her and said, I am sorry, madam, but the moon doesn't choose. Ten thousand lakes, ten thousand moons. Why not two or even three Kamapas? She was very angry. Yeah, of course, she was speaking to uh, an heretic, somebody that was just translating it. She didn't know I was a Zen priest. It doesn't matter. And I fully respect her way of thinking. I mean, in the perspective of one Karmapa being manipulated by Chinese and the other one being the genuine, the real deal. Yeah. But my perspective was completely different. As Jundo points out, we can, we can manifest the Karmapa quality, the Bodhisattva quality the Dharma quality, the Bodhidharma quality. Even in the very imperfection of the dewdrop. And I'm going to go one step beyond. It's because it is imperfect that the light is displayed. Take care. We'll come back to that later, I promise. And sorry for my broken English sometimes, you know, I have to improvise my words, and it's not always there. Okay. Have a great day, have a great, uh, great sunny day. Bye-bye.